Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, good morning, sunshine. How are you doing this fine morning? It's a beautiful day in Orlando. And to break up this long walk to McDonald to get some breakfast, let's talk about last night. So we left the convention center and walked back to the hotel, freshened up a bit, and then I decided to head, as you know, to the Rosen Plaza. So once we get in there, uh, great, just networking, seeing everybody. Dan Dow from Bonefish Tarpon Trust, Mossy Creek guys, uh, Ben from the Fly Fishing Show. Who else? Uh, Brad Gettner, he's the one who puts on iCast. He basically, I don't know what he does, we'll find out today. So just good seeing everybody, there was plenty of free beer. And yes, those were extra beers in my pocket, because uh, I was quite thirsty. So from there, the movie started, and the first movie was Best Saltwater. And after they turned the lights on to award the winners, there didn't happen to be any of the team there. And so jokingly, when they said, all right, who wants to accept the award? Well, I raised my hand. I was the only one in the entire room that raised their hand. So I went on stage. Oh, crazy huge caterpillar right here. Hold on a second, y'all. Oh, wow, what is that? Cool. Um, I also just saw like an eight-pound dead bass floating in the pond right outside ICAST, so there are fish here. So I get up on stage, and I 
receive this like laser etched engraved kind of crystal glass looking thing and they want to know who I am so I announced and I thought it was pretty cool that the MC said hey don't you have a podcast too so we are well known apparently you I the listeners the recorder I thought that was pretty cool and it was just very random it was a great bit we were laughing about it all night long Somebody left a buff on the table, so we got like a redfish buff at the end of the night. What else happened? So on the way out, uh, I had an open beer with me, decided I needed some food, so I went, headed to the British pub. Now, I've only been completely turned around uh, twice in my life where I had no idea which way's up, which way's down, left, right. So I'm walking out of this plaza, and I say, which way is the pub? And she points to her left. And I said, that's the, that's away. That's towards McDonald's. And she said, no, McDonald's is to your right. And I said, no, we're on the other side of the street. McDonald's is to the right. And then I started asking her other questions. I said, which way is the upside down building? She's like, to the left, duh. And I'm like, lady, you got to be kidding me. So the one time I was more turned around, I was in the Amazon, 93. I got my butterfly net. And I'm going down this trail, and I make a right turn, and I walk about 100 yards, and I never, was it derivated from the path? I never left this, I went straight, a straight line. And all of a sudden, I come back out to the path where I had just left. And it was very, very confusing to me. So I was convinced this lady was joshing me, that she was uh, making fun of me. So I met up with a guy who works for Yellow Dog, and he's like, come on, I, I think I know where we're going. And he said he'll, he'll come to the pub with me because he could use a pint. So we leave, and we start walking, and lo and behold, after about 15 minutes, we actually come out to the street where the British pub is. So we go inside, we get up to the bar, and they have Old Speckled Hen on tap. I've never had OSH on tap, so I get a point of that, and then I get a menu, and I'm ready to just punish some food. So all I'd eaten all day was McDonald's, where I'm headed to now. I'm gonna do the same thing I got yesterday. So then I order, and mind you, our waitress is wearing a kilt, combat boots, and she was pretty ridiculously hot. And uh, she had a great sense of humor, so we chatted with her all evening. And then um, I wanted to get a pint of double Young's Double Chocolate Stout. Never had that on tap before. And I was just too full. I ate the entire shepherd's pie, and I even ate all the salad, except the radicchio, because radicchio's nasty. And then we went back to the hotel, um, and the guy I'm having dinner with has just got some crazy stories. His brother married... Taylor Armstrong from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I knew that name because my wife and I read some gossip sites. Apparently her husband had killed himself uh, and then she now married this dude. And we're just telling stories. He's got videos of his kids like shooting guns and arrows and all sorts of just crazy cool stuff that they have part of their lifestyle living in Montana. He's a third generation Montanan. His great grandparents were pioneer settlers out there. Just a fascinating story. So that was pretty interesting. It made for some great talk. Got a new new mate to hang out and fish with when I go out west. And then I came back and I turned on the TV and, and watched a little TV and 
There's a commercial for, oh, there's cool, there's cycads growing here. Sweet, I got a whole like botany lesson here with the cycads. Awesome. I love this tropical, subtropical climate. There's like lizards, and it's awesome. So there's a, a commercial for cougarlife.com. I don't know if it's cougars looking to date younger boys or younger boys that want to date cougars, but it's cougarlife.com. And with that, I went to bed and got up, of course, at 6.30 as my body has been attuned to with the three-year-old. Went back to sleep, got up, took a nice hot shower. Now I'm on my way to McDonald's. I'm going to get another breakfast, a big Coke. Now I'm going to head into the show and straight to the fly section. I'm signed up for the Iron Fly Contest 3 at the Spirit River booth. Which means they're going to give me a bunch of random stuff and I'm going to tie a fly. Um, yeah, so we're going to see where things go today. We're going to get to all the people we couldn't talk to yesterday. Hopefully some new people. I hear that there's a Helios 2 one-piece rod that Orvis has. And I want to talk to the Orvis guys. Talked to Sean Brillen yesterday. He has yet to fish the damselfly nymphs. We need to get him on those. And uh, I'm about to walk into McDonald's. So hold tight, sit tight, and we will continue this epically long podcast. And let's give a big round of applause to Jason. He's got to do a lot of work with this, cleaning it up, making it pretty, cutting and pasting, and just doing all sorts of hard work to make it sound good for y'all. So, Jason, you're doing a bang-up job, and I'm going to go get a super-sized hash brown, which doesn't exist, but in my mind it does. All right, good morning. We got Brad here. He's running the new product showcase. It's quiet right here. Is it going to get busier? Yeah, it should get busier. We had a complete explosion in attendance last night, and uh, we're expecting a lot of people through here today. So for those who are not familiar, what is the new product showcase? Uh, the new product showcase gives companies a chance to debut any product that hasn't been uh, retailed yet, uh, anything that's sort of new and innovative, uh, from you know boating accessories and fishing accessories to rods and reels, the whole the whole shebang. So if you run a fly shop, this is where you come to find the new hot item for next year. Exactly. Um, technically, that'd be the the other new product showcase on the other side. Maybe you should talk. The to animal you. wants to say something. No. Turn that thing on. So, so uh, how many people do you think came through, like, the whole show? Oh, it's hard to say. I think, you know, the, the very first night at the reception, we probably had over 400 folks. And then um, last night, it was probably double that come through. So we're expecting a, a big turnout today. We've got over 705 products in here, 253 different companies. Uh, really good turnout this year. Where can I get one of the snazzy shirts you're wearing? <laughs> Volunteer for ASA next year. All right. Cool, I'm going to go sniff things out. All right, man. Good luck. Have a great show. I just stopped at the Eagle Claw booth to look at their Trocar frog hooks, which I start, want to start tying flies on. Uh, they ride upward. There's two hooks on them, two prongs. Pretty awesome stuff. And I happen to notice they have a bunch of fly fishing stuff. They have their own kind of practice caster rod. It's very beautiful colored anodized reels. And they're the first ones ever to do trout skins on fly rods that I know of. The handle is a very tightly packed, like E-something FA foam with also a thumb divot. Uh, really impressed with them. So I'm gonna, I am gonna left my card. I want to go back and talk to them and get the information. Uh, I really was impressed by that little niche section they had. So I'm going to keep walking around. All right, let's follow up with Fish Pond from last year. So 
seen the Nets all over social media. They're everywhere. What else we got new and notable and coming out in 2015? Got a couple great new sizes we uh, and patterns as well. We have uh, got the smaller hand net, which is called the Native, and uh, just a killer size, um, really nice size for the everyday uh, fisherman. And then we actually uh, upgraded the uh, one size to kind of a bigger size, which we call El Jefe. And we also uh, added El Jefe Grande, which is really a, it's kind of a balance between the boat net that we had previously and the mid-length. And uh, just an absolute great size with a small uh, footprint that you can kind of hide behind you if sticking your pack, but also has a longer handle with the El Jefe Grande for a boat. Super deep bag um, and uh, just bomb-proof construction with some great great patterns. It seems like every angler in Colorado now, it's, it's their go-to net. Yeah, that's what we're hoping, and uh, you know they last, they float, they're uh, incredibly durable. Really, it's only only net you need. If, um, and uh, yeah, they've they've been doing tremendously well. How are the soft goods doing? The packs that you came out with recently? Yeah, packs are doing uh, tremendous. We uh, we've shifted a lot of our fabrics over to some different uh, technology. We've uh, moved almost every product in the line to recycled fabrics. Um, we've revamped the Westwater line completely, um, which is our welded category, and uh, added a roll top backpack and it's all recycled fabrics um, and very very technical um, and that's that's been tremendous as well as uh, you know some revamps with tools and and some other uh, some other items across the board nice you guys are pretty busy right now which is a good thing you got the cor- the corner though it's a nice little, little quiet section but still lots of traffic here yeah no it's uh it's going well you know keeping busy uh, the whole show and you know we're we're really happy with uh, how things are going and all the new products are being really well received and yeah, the show's going great. And I noticed the cho- are those the specific chacos for you guys? Because I did not see that when I ordered these on the Chaco site recently. Exactly. Yeah, this is a great uh, collaboration. We're working with Chacos. Um, they're a great company. You know, we um, I grew up guiding on the water every day using Chacos, um, and ended up you know would be slipping all over the place. And we you know got in touch with those guys, which has been amazing, and uh, came up with our own own uh, webbing design. But most importantly, the sole, um, which is a it's a Vibram uh, Mega Grip sole, which is just a bomb-proof um, sole has zero uh, just a really super sticky rubber sole and uh, things work both the flip-flop and the Z2 which is the strap-on one um, those things just work just bomb-proof and they are just they're non-marking really durable and uh, just tremendous uh, for what they are and they're just gonna add a great piece for the guy that likes to keep cruising in the middle of the summer and uh, you know we're also given 250 to five dollars for the um, the Z2 to actually um, Western Rivers Conservancy um, for each as a donation for each one. I just picked up the Nick Wax sandal wash. Yep. Oh, that's a huge difference now. I don't do not smell my, my sandals anymore. Yep. <laughs> I bet those are a life changer. That's a that's a problem with pretty much anything, especially in that that work. But that's a, that's a good suggestion. For those who are not following on all the social media stuff, where can we find you guys? Yeah, you can find us. I mean, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we've got a great blog on our account under the pond. Um, under our website and um, awesome. yeah, John stuff. so yeah, we uh, you know we're trying to get out there and it's great. Fantastic! Thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks a lot. We are at Diablo Paddle Sports. Let's talk about your boats, which are extremely functional. They are made by fishermen for fishermen. So let's talk about what you got down here. 
And that uh, we're really just kind of showing off some new accessories. We've got uh, the new Amigo that we launched last year at uh, ICAST, and we're in full production now. It's been uh, been going over really well. Um, we do have a new suspended stripping basket so that you can keep your line already out, fly hooked in the side, and ready to cast. Um, we started using the uh, G hooks to let it, give it a quieter, quieter paddle set down so you're not spooking fish. And uh, we've also come out with a uh, cooler seat that's actually working out pretty well and uh, pretty functional on any coolers with a lockable top. Um, and also we've got uh, some of the new Karango waterproof bags that are just now hitting the market. Uh, fully submersible so you can keep uh, your essentials in there. Um, new colors on the boats. We've got uh, red, black, and sand all mixed together. We call it Lubbock as a tribute to uh, us all going to, back to Texas Tech. And we've got a nice orange and an olive coming out and then we'll still have our red and our sand. And then, of course, we still have the originals, the Adios and the Chupacabra in our thermoformed ABS. And uh, they're coming in all pewter right now. may have green again here shortly. I'm a weakling. Can I get one of these on my roof by myself? Not a problem. Uh, heaviest boat is going to be the Amigo, and it's only 77 pounds. Just pop the nose up onto the top, walk to the back, and scoot it on up. Wow. Fantastic. Uh, rough morning. So we both have injuries right now. How'd you bust up your toe? Uh, kicking an empty drink. You know, I'm just going to be honest about it. I was a little bit mad when I spilled a fresh drink. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> the, the, the dangers of iCast. Yeah. And, so, uh, but, uh, no, everything's been going along. Is that like a push-pull with the paddle on it? That is. That's uh, We uh, co-designed that with Sawyer Paddles a couple of years back. It actually is a three-piece uh, setup, so you can go from a stand-up paddle to an 11-foot push-pull, or you can take that section out and then put it on the other end, and it turns into a double-ended kayak paddle. Went with the shallow water diamond head design so that uh, you do get a better bite when you're in skinny water, or you can even jam it into the sand or the mud and use it as a stakeout stick. But uh, on these boats, it's very easy to stand and uh, either paddle or pull, see into the water, sight cast, fly cast. It's uh, just an easier way to get up in there and really see them. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at DiabloPS. And on Facebook, it's under Diablo Paddle Sports. Right on, right on. Well, have a good one. Excellent. Much appreciated, Rob. Yeah. So we're at, at Scientific English right now, SA. We got... Uh, Andrew Bosway, did you say that correctly? You did. All right, so let's talk about the new lines you guys have coming out. Uh, we have a new Sharkwave series, which came out in March 2014. Uh, it started with the GPX taper, the trout taper, and a general saltwater taper. Uh, that's been expanded into the Siege, the saltwater Titan as well. Who are these? Who are the best, uh, I guess, clientele for these new lines for the Shark Wave? General angler, like hardcore, fast shooting line guys. Uh, general angler, I would say, is is probably the target. Uh, they're really good for guides, though. They all have three textures and three colors. Um, so we've got our load points lined up on there with a tactile reference point, which is actually no texture, uh, and that's right at the color change from the running line into the head. So it's really good on guide boats, uh, but it's also really good for the guy that just is fishing on the weekends and wants to get a little bit better at casting. And you got uh, welded loops on the end?
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We have two welded loops on all the lines. That's, I always have to end up cutting mine off and putting on amnesia, but it's always nice to have one that's pre-built in there. Back in the day, didn't have those, so one of the better advances. Uh, spay lines, too. Uh, you want to talk about those? Sure. Uh, we have our new US2, UST series. Uh, that was developed in Norway with our partnership with Flyfish Europe. Um, those are Scandi heads that range from full float all the way down to uh, sink 6 and 850 grains. And in between there, there's double and triple density lines. Um, and what that is, is is graduated density compensation so that the line gets down to the water column right where you want it. And you've got the rod in the boxes ready to go, which I love for you know, my first clients. Don't have a rod, send them to Dick's and I have them pick that up. Yeah, our, our um, outfits right now are kind of at an entry level price point, um, but I'd look for us to get a little bit more aggressive with that in the future. Where can we find you guys online and social media? Uh, find us at Facebook, Scientific Anglers, uh, also on Instagram, and, of course, our website, scientificanglers.com. Fantastic. All right, thanks so much. Thank you. We are we're literally chilling at the Howler Brothers booth. It's lawn chairs and smells like surf wax, and that's the vibe of what you guys do, right? That's right, yeah. We've um, the sounds of ukuleles in the background. Um, yeah, we, we like to consider ourselves um, a lifestyle brand um, just as much as we consider ourselves anything um, in the in the fishing world or uh, in the outdoor world in general. We, we try to uh, keep fun and, and uh, fashion uh, at the forefront of our designs, for sure. So part of your work, I'm guessing, is just traveling and chilling and just coming up with the ideas under an umbrella somewhere? Yeah, uh, Chase here is... Uh, is, is our is our chief designer and um, yeah it requires uh, creativity 24 hours a day no matter what you're doing as much time as much time under palm trees as, as possible yes I thought I was gonna wake up under a palm tree after last night <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about you got some hoodies right here zip up it's pretty cool funky patterns on them yeah yeah we finally um, we've sold some hoodies in the past but we finally took the creative reins um, fully in our hands and and, um, and and like to think we came up with some pretty pretty funky stuff um, this is called the shaman hoodie here um, and um, it's got some we did a lot of a lot of fun with fabrics here for the for the hood as you can see and um, a couple different colors yeah the shaman's kind of a, uh, a marriage of the the Mexican Baja that's that's one of our favorite styles, but yeah. it's not necessarily the most comfortable thing. Um, so we kind of married that with the with the hoodie. I used to have one that was so itchy right. back in the right. day. Yeah, I put that on and just like. Uh. Yeah, we've we've improved on that. We've right. improved on that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, this is definitely a blend that is uh, much much more friendly on the skin for sure. I was a Baja wearer too back in the day. <laughs> Speaking of soft, this uh, puff micro thin vest is pretty awesome too. Thanks, man. We are really excited about the uh, the new Merlin vest. It's uh, kind of has some retro styling, but it's got all the uh, current technical features you would want with a water repellent finish on a polyester shell and um, the Primalaw 
Microsoft One installation, which is totally sweet and, and does well in, in, uh, in situations where water is involved. It's a little better than down, so that's where we went with that. It also stuffs into this tiny stuff sack, so when you're throwing it in your car or if you need a pillow on the run, this is your, uh, your go-to. It'll be out in the fall here. I think it's a September release, and it's a $125 price point. We're pretty pretty stoked about it. I like yeah. you got snaps on your button-down. I get snap-down shirts. If I come home, it's so humid in Virginia. If I got a snap, I just pop it open. That's right. And I'm good to go. Easy access. The original thought of these was for bull riders, so it didn't get caught. If they got caught on the horse, the shirt would just pop off, and they wouldn't have to get tangled up with the bulls or horses or whatever they're riding. The rodeo guys, yeah. I should learn something new every day. Uh, you sure do, yeah. I'm going to work that into my next sales pitch. That's right. What's the smell coming off of the wax here? I think this is a blend. This is a custom blend of, um, what is it? It's coconut and um, there's one other guy. It's a, it's a custom surf smell. It just smells like a really hot woman. A hot it woman. does, yeah. It makes me want to be someplace where... Uh, where that hot woman is. Yeah, and, and mm. it smells like a surfboard, which, which, which oftentimes is better. Mm-hmm. More consistent. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. we work with a guy um, up in New Hampshire, actually, on that, who, uh, who makes makes those bars for us. Um, it's uh, it's uh, cool to have around for a lot of reasons. A lot of people love it. Yeah, we just, we just brought these out, the surf wax candle. Oh, that's the kind that crackles, too. That wick? Yeah, man. Is that soy-based? Same smell on, the, uh, on this guy. Oh. Yeah, talk about ambiance. That's right. Get the crackling, get the smell. Is it Will Ferrell still rocking your stuff? Every now and then, yeah. He turns up in it at the Laker games and uh, at art openings and nonsense. We, uh, we're pretty excited to see him when he comes out in that. Although we also just realized he's probably one of the worst dressed guys in Hollywood, so we don't know if it's a good affiliation. <laughs> he, he looks like a schlep. Yeah. He's a schlep wearing Howlin' Brothers, so we're, uh, we're going with it. And, and we're saying we need to get some more presents up in the... The New York area for you guys? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be great. We um we haven't focused a lot on the Northeast, but we'd really like to. It's certainly on the coast. I would like to spend a little more time up there. Uh, it'd be fun to take a couple surf trips up to Montauk. It's kind of on my radar. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Catch some stripers that are a little bit bigger than the ones we get in D.C. Like real stripers, like big ones. Big boys. Yeah. yeah. Not schoolies. Exactly. Exactly. So you guys are on the pond. How's traffic going through here? It's good. I th- it seems like to me, um, one one day into the show, that uh, that business is good for everybody. I feel like there's just pretty good energy in the room. And we got the iron fly up here at three, and then free beer again. Uh, we got front row seats, man. Front row seats. Yeah. Right, that's Hillary. Hillary, Rob Snow White. We're gonna do the podcast later. How's it going? How do you do? Good, good. All right, so there's another podcast person for later on. All right, well, thank you guys. Where can we find you on all the social media stuff? Yeah, man, we're out out there on the Twitty and the Instagram and the Facebook and all that fun stuff, HallerBrothers.com, and just search Haller Brothers, man. By the way, she's got a handshake on her. Yeah. That's a a solid. (laughs) That's not a, uh, you ever, like, dermatologists always have the worst handshakes. But I guess when you have your own outdoor TV show and you're from Montana, you can really shake a hand. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, all right. Montana plays plays a big part in that, for sure. All right, guys, well, thanks so much. Hey, Rob, appreciate it, man. All right, we are at Orvis with uh, affectionately known as Diddy here. So let's talk about the new rods. You got a one piece that I picked up that is ridiculous. It's like holding a lightsaber. 
and then you got the uh, the new recon. So let's start talking. Yeah, Rob. So uh, really excited about Helios 2 One Piece Rods. That was a project that we started a couple years ago. Uh, we wanted to really listen to the guides and uh, react to what their needs were. They wanted a One Piece Rod. They said that One Piece Rods had always been a little bit of uh, a fish fighting tool with a compromise on castability, smoothness, and everything else. So it was a really good design challenge. Required a lot of uh, engineering in the rod shop to uh, to get that together. So we made a lot of modifications to our shop in Manchester, Vermont, and uh, we're really happy to be offering those rods uh, in 8 weight through 12 weight. They're all 8 foot, 10 inches long, and uh, they got no ferrules. One big rod tube for that? One big rod tube, yeah. So uh, you um, you can ship them because they're 8 foot 10 inches in a cardboard tube inside of the Cordura tube. Um, so ship to destinations or if you're uh, if you're like a lot of people and you have a boat that's always uh, somewhere specifically, you can leave them in your boat and uh, hop on and have them all rigged up and ready to go. What's the retail going to be on these guys? Eight ninety five. dollars right. Made in USA. Fantastic. And it's got a little bit of red in the real seat to set it up. Part. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, we went ahead and put that uh, just just a little bit of a touch just so uh, you know when you're fishing a one piece, it's got a red reel seat insert instead of the blue. And we've got behind you, you got the new recon. So you had that on Instagram and that kind of just blew up everywhere. People were just throwing that around. You just put the rod tube on a picture and yeah. like my friend Morgan at Tightline Tails just went nuts. So uh, let's talk about the new new model. So Recon replaces Access. Access was a really good rod series for us. Um, with Access, we, when we designed that, we used it as a kind of a trickle-down effect from Helios 1. Uh, with Recon, instead of doing that and sort of taking advantage of an already designed rod family, I wanted to start ground up with a new material, a new layup technique, uh, new constructions around the ferrules, and really go all out and make a new rod, that, uh, rod series that was really design ground up, not kind of a, a trickle-down effect from R&D standpoint. So that's offered in uh, 19 models. Um, in January, we'll be releasing nine of them, and in April, we'll have uh, the other 10. They cover uh, everything from an 8-foot, 4-inch three-weight uh, up through all your standard 9-footers. There's going to be a series of 10-foot rods, 10-4s, 5s, 7s, and 8s, uh, a 9.5, 6-foot, and they top off at 10 weights in a 9-footer. Really exciting this this year for this rod series is we've listened again and we're doing a 7 foot 11 inch uh, Predator series in an 8, 9, and 10 weight. So snook fishing, bass, uh, landing fish on, on stand paddle boards, kayaks, it's going to be pretty key. Um, That's going to be my new rod for the Potomac for bass. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good stick. Um, really happy about the cosmetics. I know we're on a podcast, but if you check it out at Orvis.com um, and follow the Orvis News, they'll be some leaks on there. I'm sure you'll see plenty of photos, but you know the Recon Rod Series name, everything implies uh, getting out, exploring, checking topo maps, finding new places, taking your friends, sharing information, and uh, getting after it, doing what we like to do. The cork on it, your cork has got, I've still fished some old silver labels, some rods from the 90s, Rocky Mountains. Your cork now is so bright and smooth. It's just, it just so well in the hand. It's perfect. Yeah, thanks a lot. 
lot, Rob. I mean, we uh, we have a really good supplier that we work with. Um, our Helios 2 cork is excellent. Uh, Recon, we didn't want to cheap out on that either. Um, we went with all the same shapes. So now if you pick up an Orvis Recon or a Helios 2, you're going to have the same fill in hand. Even down to the fighting butt, is shaped the same. Um, so it's pretty nice. And then just uh, to, to accent the cork as well, we we decided to go with a, uh, a dark uh, burl wood grill seat for the freshwater models and then just a black nickel solid aluminum tube for the uh, saltwater models. So really exciting look. Um, made in USA rod tube. The rods are made in our, in our factory in Vermont. Uh, pretty exciting and very happy. Those will be 425 for freshwater and 450 for salt. So definitely a price point budget where you can get a couple of different quiver rods in there and have fun. Why no hook keep on saltwater rods? So typically, um, I mean, as a rod designer, I always question hook keepers on on freshwater rods as well. Uh, but I always get the pushback of, oh, you're chipping it out on the design if you don't run a hook keeper. Um, most people you'll notice will to protect the leader and keep the leader out just for easy rigging. They'll run the hook off a stripping guide, come around back behind the reel seat, and uh, travel with them that way from place to place. Not use a hook keeper on saltwater though. Um, when a fish, when you get on a hook fish, you hooks at him. It's blowing up, lines going everywhere. It's pretty easy for that line to migrate up and over, and then get caught on the backside of the hook keeper. So having that clean in front of the cork is pretty key on just getting more fish on the on the reel and going. What about those people that stick their hook in the cork? I cringe when I when my clients. <laughs> do that I'm one of those people uh, I don't always do it but if I'm you know if we're moving from spot to spot and I'm fishing in front of a boat or in a drift boat or whatever it's just a really easy place and usually you'll see on most of my rods that I fish a lot I'll have either one spot but I try not to do it um, you know it's your it's your rod if that's how you want to do it some people hook flies in the top of their uh, truck and the ceiling so it's just your style so Fantastic. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, you can find me, uh, Sean Combs, on Instagram, Sean Combs on Facebook. Um, I pop up every now and then on Orbis News with a story or a picture or something like that. So, uh, by all means, uh, you know, I'm the one that doesn't uh, have the multi-million dollar platinum rap business, but uh, I like to do what I do and design rods for, for, for Orbis in Vermont. And I love your Ciroc vodka, man. It's so good. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> Try that out. <laughs> All right, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, Rob, have a good day. We're back at Flyman Fish Company. I want to see this is like our fourth or fifth podcast, but we got some new products. We got the new fly tester, so no more having to take your flies in the bathtub. No more having to take them down to the neighborhood swimming pool. Let's, let's talk about what's new. Hey, thanks for having us on your show. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of very cool new products at uh, IFTD this year. Uh, the first is, as Rob said, the, 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 the fly tester. Essentially, it's an out-of-box, complete solution for testing and demonstrating flies. Um, so there's been a lot of these um, sort of homegrown hobby uh, type tanks out for a while, but we've really had a custom-built um, system for swimming and testing your flies. Uh, so we're really excited about that, and I think it really fills the gap between um, actually designing and tying a fly and then actually going and fishing and trying to catch a fish and then hoping your fly is going to look good in the water and work. 
So really what it's going to be able to do is going to allow fly tires to tire fly, test it immediately, make adjustments, test again, and uh, ultimately I think it's going to allow fly tires the opportunity to develop flies a lot quicker and uh, I think a lot more effectively over time. Um, the other thing is for retailers, for think of fly shops and other outdoor retailers, it's just a great way to demonstrate flies in your store. So, for example, you might have a fly of the week or a particular pattern that's working well at the moment, and uh, customers can walk into your store and literally just see what the fly looks like, and uh, it'll be a great way f to, to help retailers um, promote and, and sell their flies as well. It's fun. I'm just sitting there watching that fly just undulate in there. I want to jump in there. It looks like I mean, if you got to make one of those life size, it'd be fun to swim in. Yeah, no, it is. It's. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's. It's like a, also like a bit of a toy for grown-ups. Uh, nice uh, something to put on your desk and, uh, and 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 try all your flies out. I imagine at Somerset, I'm going to see those on probably every single booth that someone's tying at. You know, I think so. I think um, I think fly tires. Um, you know, you, you go to a show and you got your fly tire row and you got all your all your demonstration and professional fly tires. I think this is going to be a great um, great for them to have one on their desk and, and actually show what the flies that they're tying up actually look like once they're in the water and, and swimming around. Is that a Kevin Arculia fly in there right now? The one on top? No, it's not. Um, that fly was actually tied by uh, Jeff White. Um, he's one of the guys at the Delaware River Club. Okay. And uh, it's a great, uh, great design. Let me, uh, let me tell you, can I tell you about one of the other new products we have at the show? So uh, the other big product we're launching, which I think is going to be uh, significant, is the Nymphed Evolution Tungsten Bead. So what we've done is we've created a family of new style of tungsten beads that are molded in the shape, profile, and color of the natural insects that, we, that, that fly tires are trying to imitate. So for example, if you want to tie a stone fly, we now have a stone fly shaped, shaped head awesome. made out of tungsten that is, you, you'll be able to tie stone flies with. We have a caddis version and we also have a mayfly, two mayfly versions. We have a mayfly clinger and crawler head. So that's really one of those, for those, those mayflies which have that flat, broad profile. Um, so we have a very distinctive shaped uh, a bead now. And then we have a mayfly swimmer and burrower head, which is really for mayfly swimmers and burrowers. You know, the, the more oval-shaped, more torpedo-shaped, streamlined nymphs that, uh, that swim around. So um, we're really excited about that um, because we've now really taken the concept of a round fly-tying bead to the next level. Uh, they're made out of tungsten, so, so, so fly ties will still get the benefit of weight. However, we've now added weight plus profile plus natural colors. You can see the colors we're doing. We're doing olive, we're doing brown, we're doing black. Um, and we also have a gold for, for stone, you know, golden stone flies. So I think, that, I think that combination is really just going to allow people to tie beadhead nymphs that are more accurate, 
better proportioned uh, and in, in a little bit more natural colors as well. Any damselfly coming out soon? We talked about that last year. Yeah, you know, we actually have a damselfly um, uh, design, uh, uh, so I would look to that in the future. Awesome. All right, where can we find you guys online? Well, it's uh, flymenfishingcompany.com. That's F-L-Y-M-E-N fishingcompany.com. And visit our website. Uh, we've got a video, actually, of the fly tester on our web- website. So as soon as you go to the website, you'll see on the on the main landing page there's a, a, a video we've done so people can see exactly what it looks like. Nice. All right. Thanks so much. And thanks for letting me take a load off and sit down here for a minute. Thank you for having us on the show. All right. We got Russ from Schnitzer Photo. Let's talk about what you're doing. you got a massive camera set up here. This is not your amateur tourist rig. Well, I should clarify, I, uh, as well as my independent business, Schnitzer Photo and schnitzerphoto.com, I'm here with my business partner, Nick Hoover, and we have a, a studio. Um, we have a studio in Littleton, Colorado, um, Sage Lion Media. We're a full-service uh, media studio, custom content, websites, web design, photos, videos, strategic marketing, communications. Um, we're really excited about uh, the clients with which we've worked in the industry, and uh, we're here at IFTD actually working for Angling Trade and MidCurrent.com, introducing a lot of new product for people. Probably the, those are, I go to Egotastic, if you don't know that website, it's great, but then I could do Moldy Chum, then I do Angling Trade, and then MidCurrent, first thing every morning. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's great to be able to be here on their behalf. They're they're huge for us um, as a, kind of a hub in the industry. Like you said, uh, Midcurrent and Angling Trade are pieces of important pieces of the puzzle for this industry. So, um, you know, we've relied on them as information sources, as as uh, you know, kind of a, an umbrella for us for a long time. So it's an honor to be working for them here. And being from Colorado, no relation to Schnitz and Giggles from. Beer fest? <laughs> no, the uh, the uh, no relation whatsoever. <laughs> um, yeah, my uh, my roots are actually in Minnesota, um, and uh, actually have some family in Oregon as well. Nice. Congrats for living out west. We're trying to move. My best friend's in Littleton off of, I don't know, he's by the big target down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Colorado's a great place to be for us. Um, you know, I, I recently moved back. I was in Wyoming for three and a half years. And uh, I think actually being back in Denver and in Colorado is better for better for my business. It's, uh, it's great to have been able to team up with Nick and some of the work that we've been able to do, greatly expanding our portfolio. It's Colorado is a strategic location. We can get anywhere in the country with relative ease. Uh, it's three hours to the East Coast. It's less than three hours to the West Coast. Um, it's uh, it's really been important for us to expand our scope to be centrally located. And Denver is that. And it's just a great place to live. Craft beer. Craft. We don't get Odell's on this side of the Mississippi. Craft beer. You know, Odell's is one of the great ones. I, I don't even... In Denver alone, there's hundreds and hundreds of craft breweries. All really, really good stuff. Do you know the Denver Biscuit Company? No. It's... Uh, what? Denver, it's, you get this like spicy fried chicken with gravy on like a dinner plate sized biscuit. <laughs> it's right off of... I forget one of the names of the roads. But it's, it's on the way. We, we, 
we go to Breck and we always stop on okay. the way to our place up there. Yeah. It's just, it's fantastic. I'll look it up. Yeah, that's that sounds right up my alley. That and Tipsy's. Oh, Tipsy's, of course. That's my neighborhood store. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll have to have you guys up next time we're in Breck. Do it. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. We're at 10,000 feet. We're at the south end of town. Yeah, do it, man. Um, you know, let us know uh, anytime you're in Colorado. Uh, you know, look us up, sagelionmedia.com. Um, we're, uh, we're always interested to meet new people and, and to meet new friends in the industry. Fantastic. All right, let's get you guys back on your way. Cool. Thanks. All right, we're at Karango. I never heard you guys until this morning. I'm at Diablo Paddle Sports. And Thomas is like, we got this Karango completely waterproof bag on the back. It's a cool logo. Um, and the thing, I mean, there's, I'm looking at the zipper. There's no, there's no like gap or anything. It's yeah, so here's completely sealed. With water. You can that you can actually hold that upside down and see that it's it's for real waterproof. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed. So you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You know? <laughs> that, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a bladder, basically. Yeah, exactly. You can drink. So you can basically, you can go to a concert, tell people, oh, that's just my purse. Right, exactly. And I do that often. And, uh, no. <laughs> but, yeah, the, uh, and this is actually full of beer right now. And it says made in the USA, so USA. even better. So on these packs, you know, when you stitch on them, they're not waterproof anymore. So they're all two panel on the front and back. Here's one of them turned inside out. Uh, so it's all made from really heavy-duty 20-ounce polyurethane. On the seams, you have three layers meeting up. So it's actually uh, 60 ounces of polyurethane meeting with three layers of 840 denier uh, nylon base cloth. And uh, we have two versions. We've got the Monsoon series, and that's going to be like your rainproof, splashproof. Uh, it's on the zipper. And then we also have the fully submersible uh, version in case you want to put a DSLR camera or something in there. You need to definitely know it's not getting wet. Also, I'm saying that if you're wearing this on your chest and you fall in, that's going to keep you float, right? It's going to float. It goes downriver. It floats. You can find it. Uh, if you don't want it to float, just unzip it a little bit, purge it of air, and zip it back, and you've got a vacuum seal. Uh, so, I mean, all around, it's a. Or, you know, in this case, you can use it as a water bladder. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're on dry ground and for some reason you want to <laughs> move some so water around. When was it where you decided that your current bag? wasn't up to your, the standards you wanted and you decided to make one better. Yeah, so back in 2008 I was uh, so I was a hunting guide over in South, in South Africa and at the time it was in Tanzania and uh, so it was the beginning of the wet season and I had spent a lot of money on gear that was quote waterproof and I realized that that was a relative term in the outdoor mm-hmm. industry uh, and so uh, I did that for, for, for several years and, and I decided hey there needs to be some heavy-duty, actual, truly waterproof gear out there for us to use, and uh, so I developed my own bag, and that's it. <laughs> We're going to do backpacks and duffels as well, but uh, we just wanted to start out small, start out with this uh, Karango pocket, and uh, and go from there. Is that an African term? Yeah, Karango is... Uh, it's basically a valley, so the, the rivers run dry in the dry season, and uh, those little valleys are the last pools of water. So uh, that's that's where the term comes from. Okay. Yeah. So. 
but very cool. Yeah. Africa's a fun place. I was there in 98. Oh, really? I got bit by a baby lion. Wow. That's, uh... And a penguin. <laughs> Things are escalating, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how are you enjoying the show, man? It's great. I'm exhausted, but you know, we've almost got three hours of podcasting and wow. plenty more to go. Heck yeah, man. So, where can we find you online? Uh, thekorongo.com. So, just uh, T-H-E-K-O-R-O-N-G-O.com. Social media? Uh, yep, so it's just give me that forward slash Karongo on uh, Facebook and Twitter and everything else. Uh, or you can just Google Karongo waterproof bag and you'll find all the links you know, on there as well. Having a bag that's full of water that's not leaking, that's the selling point. So, yeah, your sandwiches will stay dry. <laughs> I can't do soggy sandwiches on a guide trip. It's, it's a no-go. It's yeah. a no-go for sure. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. Note to self, we're going to look up the crazy dad in, you said purple? Crazy Dad flying purple for carp. Well, we're now at Umqua, and we're going to go over the new flies for 2015. They're categorized. I'll just have a picture on the blog. So we're going to go right to left. So, uh, Ryan, let's talk about the new flies coming out. Excellent. Is there anything in particular that your territory is, or do you want to just kind of roll through the highlights? My listeners are everywhere, so uh, let's just cover everything. Right. Sell, sell it to the listeners. Here, hold on a second. I didn't really okay, let's go. We've got some, uh, you know, really well-designed saltwater pattern bait fish. They're pretty basic as far as bait fish go, but they don't need to be a whole lot more than durable, sparse and, and durable. accurate in size. Exactly, sparse and durable. So, you know, albi anchovy type little flies, silver sides, very deceiver-esque. Durable, great patterns. Some great redfish flies. These are these are patterns that have been around for 20 years um, that these tires have been holding on to. This guy in particular, uh, the turd burglar and this uh, mud puppy. The mud puppy. I like how you always have the, the person's name next to them, so we know you give them credit. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, we're we're paying them for their patterns, so we you know we trademark their names and advertise as best we can. That's that's the originator. The mud puppies, another, it's a very sculpting pattern. That started in Montana. He's kind of turned it into a fantastic redfish fly through Texas. So it's a great crossover pattern. Hook, hook right up or right up so, you know, you've, you're not going to get stuck in the bottom. A couple new shrimp patterns, one of which, uh, or both of these are actually from the West Coast, Corbina was their primary target. Well, catching them. But there's such great crossover. I mean, there's shrimp patterns. You know, so bonefish, redfish, depending on where you're at. Carp will tear that up, too. Carp, carp. Yeah, that thin lizzie is going to be dynamite for carp, for sure. Very, very crayfish-esque on that end. Um, some, some new steelhead patterns. Strung, strung out steelhead patterns. Rabbit, rabbit strip type. You know, real simple. Light, easy to cast. Whether it's single-handed or double-handed. And that's an atypical attachment right here that's for the trailer hook. It is. It's a snell. It's snelled. So, I mean, it's, a, it's about as strong as you're going to get as the connection goes, you know. And 50-pound spectra in between. It's a golden fly right there. Sucker spawn. Great. Great steelhead fly. Absolutely. You know, nothing necessarily inventive, new here. Great color combinations. Great use of materials. You carry that brings a little life back to the old egg. I'm used to seeing more of Mark's, uh, I say, more 
technical, lots of material flies, but that's basic and it gets the job done. Basic and gets the job done. Just you know, just a perfect example of that is the mealo maggot. You know, and that's a when the egg isn't working and you're scratching your head, that's the one that works. The mealo maggot. And it's a little group of maggots. When you have the salmon rotting and they're covered in maggots and a wave washes all those maggots in, boom. Money. Money. So that's the fly for that. The, the Thin Mint's been a success for us for a long, long, long time. We finally added a new color of that, the copper color, as well as the double mints. So we've got a articulated Thin Mints in both of those new color, or both the colors, the, the copper as well as the existing color. A couple of new streamers, pretty exciting streamers. The Charlie Craven's Gonga, Double Gonga, they've been a great success for us. So now we have the baby gonga, which is along the lines of the double, where it's an articulated fly. Same color scheme throughout that we've kept with you know with the other the other gongas. The trend in jig hooks is just gosh, it, I don't want to say it won't go away. I'm glad it's here, but it's it's gaining more and more popularity outside the competition world. It's been proven to have a better hookup rate. The center of the mouth, top, you know, right on the nose, so the fish can be released back to the back to the water quicker. You're not stressing the fish out as much. Much more positive hookup. The long spear point it doesn't need a barb. The thing that amazes me is, you know, three quarters of this fly is not actual fly; it's hook, but it still fools the fish. Absolutely, it's all. It's it's more a matter of getting the thing in, right in their face when it needs to be down there. Jig hooks, they get down, man. The way that they're tied, very sparse patterns. There's not a whole lot of resistance for the sink. Typically, you're using a tungsten bead. You're getting down there right away. Food right in the fish's face. That's all you, you know. Big accomplishment right there. Psycho Prince, we've had that, that for many, many, many years. Mike Mercer's pattern. He's amazing. He's amazing. This white one, it's kind of the molted stonefly, mayfly. Fantastic stone or uh, steelhead fly, as well as trout. Trinity River secret kind of. A new mysis shrimp. Mysis are you could introduce a new mysis every year and it'll be a, a hit. Yeah. You know. I'd swing those down below uh, Blue River. Yeah. Right, right about the, the outlet stores. You got it. You Never got fished it. the mysis till I was living out there and. Man, and the colors, the colors of these fish that eat them, oh it's just yeah. ridiculous. They look like koi, but no, that's a cutthroat. <laughs> you got it. I'm the, like, ah, yeah, a juju emerger. I mean, the RS2 has been a staple in everyone's fly box. And the juju series from Charlie, that's become a staple in everyone's fly box. I find more of those in the trees along the Blue River and Breckenridge. And I'm like, free flies. Free flies is great. Yeah. Uncle loves that. Now, the Frank's Wiggle. I just saw this in one of the magazine's catalogs. I remember, it's got the balloon string. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just saw that in one of the mags I read on the flight down here. It's a cool fly. Great pattern. Another fly from Charlie Craven, Screaming Banshee. Fantastic skating caddis. Probably one of the better skating caddis I've ever fished. Beautiful fly. Very, very interesting to look at. There's a lot of very cool techniques as far as tying goes that were incorporated into that pattern. And uh, I mean, you got to hand it to Charlie, man. If it's got his name on it, it sells it's like cool. a bottle of water. When I was up in uh, Old Town Arvada, his shop was closed. So I've yet to go meet him and see the shop, but I know I'm going to drop some cash in there. Oh, it's a dangerous trip, man. Always a dangerous trip. And now we got the musky stuff. Musky flies. That's yeah. so big now. Getting it's and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So we've got a guy in northern Illinois named Dave Ballock who's just, you know, in my mind he's he's kind of 
on the genius level as far as making big flies castable for the average fisherman. These are materials that will shed water very easily. They are very, very impressionistic. They look an awful lot like a bait fish. So they're doing what they need to do, articulated, plenty of movement, nice neutral buoyancy. And it's just put the, put the food in the fish's mouth kind of flies, you know, and not to mention they're, they're beautiful, really well-tied flies, well-designed flies. And this guy, Brian, from Oregon, he's taken... Bass worm hooks, man. I tie more stuff on those now. Fantastic hook. Great move. Fantastic hook. Nice weedless design here. Just beautiful. Very deceiver-esque kind of, kind of bait fish pattern, which in my mind is genius. It's genius. It's a proven pattern. He's put it onto a hook that is truly weedless for bass fishing, saltwater fishing, turtle grass, that kind of situation. Mangroves. I mean, this thing's endless possibilities. Saltwater friendly hook. Money, money, money fly. Plus, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Jay Zimmerman's ditch damsel. We needed a new damsel fly a couple years ago, and I told him to get busy. And he said, I don't need to. I already got one. It's been fishing lights out for years. So. Mine's better. Yes. <laughs> I'm a four foot guard of damsel. Oh my gosh. A gar. Oh gosh, darn. I'll send you some of my damsels. Yeah, do that. Picture. Do that. I'll be, yeah. So, again, beautiful fly. Carp, carp aren't going away. Henry Cowan's made a living out of guiding in Georgia for strike he's, bass. He's a trip. Oh, he's Did you hear him million. on the Orvis podcast? I haven't, no. He was saying, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard, that the stripers are only attracted to yellow lights off the docks, and everybody puts up white lights. So he's got a Costco-sized box of light bulbs, and he goes around and changes the dock lights when no one's looking Smart so man. he can attract more fish at night. Yeah, good man. That was just hilarious. Yeah, that is. That is hilarious. Uh, can you talk about the soft goods? Sure. Yeah. That's, I mean, those came out last year and just very well received. Very well received. In fact, so well received that we decided that uh, our next step was going to be a waterproof line. So what we, did, what we didn't want to do was we didn't want to make a bag that was waterproof and ask you to fish out of it. We wanted a fishing bag that you would fish out of to be waterproof. So, our waste pack, this is the Tongas line. And there's a, there's a rod holder for you, spare rod when you're walking the flats. Yes, yes. Pretty interesting. Yeah, good idea. When you're looking at the bag itself, it's got a lot of the same features as our ledges does. So, it's got the tippet, pop, tippet pockets up front. One nice thing about this particular salt water, or this particular waterproof bag, zippers and salt water not friendly at all. They they do not get along to the point where most people will not use zippers in salt water because of the corrosion. You can't open your bag. So what we did was we have a roll top for your main compartment. We've eliminated that zipper and it's an attached roll top so you don't have to truly unbuckle it. Three rolls, huge compartment for your DSLR, your camera, your food, your lunch, whatever it may be that you need to keep completely dry. And we've doubled the ceiling with this dual rolling band here three times. I'm always getting just flies and crap caught in the zippers on my sling pack and it just rips everything. It does. And You're right. I get tippet caught in there, everything. So this is a great way to avoid that. So not, not only is this great for salt water because of the corrosion, but man, any, anywhere that you need a waterproof bag compartment, this is a fantastic option for you. What do you call this color? It's really 
slate gray. Slate gray. I like it. Yeah. It's, it's a good combination, you know, gray and blue. It's a good color. Good color. Very easily, very well received so far. Like all, like all of our waist packs, they're designed to slide around your body very easily. Very easily. There's nothing that will catch on your waders, your body, or whatever it may be. And you brought up this extra rod carrying Love pocket. That. It's pretty unique. I need that just for guiding, having an extra rod walking yeah. the flats in the city. Exactly. Exactly. So we've got in that same area, we've got a water bottle holder. And this is on both sides, left and right. So whether you're left or right-handed, you can keep your spare rod on your side. Unencumbered casting. Clever. Easy, easy clip in and out. So that's unique. With that same belt, we we kept that same design and incorporated it in our backpack, which is auto, also a waterproof bag. This is your everything. Again, this is the Tongas line. We have a truly waterproof roll top main compartment as well as a secondary compartment up front. Secondary bag up front, it's not removable. But this is designed for all the things that you need to get in and out of that you don't want to dig into the main compartment for, that have migrated to the bottom. So you don't want to unpack to find something. That's what this pocket up front is designed for. So you can have all those little things easy at hand when you need them. SR buckles strapped to the side to close that secondary pocket. Leaving you a beautiful space for rod storage. Because these SR clips... And it's storing a rod that doesn't have a handle on it, and it's staying in place. That's right. Great. Great. Side pockets for water bottles, as well as, and or a fly box. Very lightweight. These bags are lightweight. One of the things that we did not like about a lot of the waterproof bags that we were seeing was that shiny outside almost sticky texture that they have. And that's due to the coating. That's the true waterproof coating that the bags get. That's the waterproof membrane. We decided that we didn't like the look of it or the feel of it. Also didn't really like the fact that it sticks coming in out of compartments on a boat next to other bags in the back of your truck, wherever it may be. It's sticky material, shiny material. Gives the impression that it may be hot to touch. So we turned that material inside out. And we're using that same TPU coating on the inside rather than on the outside. And on the outside, we're using a PU coating, which is a KISS coating. Basically, doesn't allow the material itself to absorb water. So the outside layer won't let water into the material. So there's never a way for the, the water to get to the waterproof membrane on the inside. So you've got this nice touch in your hand still. The bag I, gotta, still I gotta touch it too. Good. Yes, I can even t- I'd take a nap on that as a pillow. No doubt. So we really wanted to we really wanted to kind of fix that problem. We saw it as a problem. So we wanted to fix that for the industry. So we did. How's the uh, the tippet material being received? Very well too. Yeah, very well. With, along with or, or as well with our uh, the new packaging that we have. Over there. real quick too while we're standing here. We also have the waterproof dry bags, the satchel, if you will, roll top. Um, we didn't invent these. 
Just made him better. Cedar, well, what we did was we made him available. Cedar Summit's been the king of these things forever, but they don't sub the fly shop. So now you're, as a fly shop owner, you're asking your customer to leave and go to a different store to buy that bag. Now you can keep them right in your doors and sell them the bags. They're oval shaped so that when you put them down, they're not going to just roll away. They're not going to roll down the dock, keep nice. going. Exactly. Oval flat bottom. It was a void in the market. I mean, the only thing we did different was we're going to mosey on over to some of the tape material fly boxes, floatings, strike indicators. The big thing to notice with our tippet and leader material is the packaging itself. We've designed it so that when you have multiple packs of bags of tippet or leader rather in your in your bag, all the designation for the size is right at the very top. So you don't have to pull the entire thing out to see what it says along the very bottom as the old packaging did. See what size tippet you've got or leader. They're not paper, so they're not going to dissolve when they get wet. Exactly. You nailed it. And then you can I use those to put flies in when I'm done. They carry a lot of flies in little Ziploc crack. I call them crack bags. Crack bags. I used to be a high school teacher, so my kids were always dropping their like ecstasy in class and stuff. Right. Yeah. And the cops did nothing. It was always my problem. Yeah, always is. Always is. Well, that's great. You got some uh, souvenirs to take home from class that day. Always. Always. And then anything they left behind, like calculators and North Face hats, eBay. eBay. You got it. Keep the good stuff for yourself. Lost, lost was found, went on eBay. <laughs> Tiemco has a couple new hooks. Basically what these two are. The 113 is a heavier version of the 103. It's a fantastic nymph hook. The 226 is a heavier version of the 206. So the actual shape of the fly hasn't cha- or the hook hasn't changed. It's just a thicker wire. Uh, a little bit more friendly for the, the U.S. trout market. Uh, I also have stinger hooks. Very octopus-like with an up eye. A straight eye one. Great for tube flies. John Barr. We love John Barr. John Barr is the man. John Barr loves this meat whistle. That's right. John Barr loves this hook shape. So we love this hook shape. So this is John Barr's new Emerger Pupa hook. And most of his fly patterns will be tied on on this pattern, on this model rather than what they've been on. We have a beast hook. This is our uh, pike, musky, big critter. I do not want that puncturing my flesh. No, no, that 5-aught will definitely hurt. Uh, those are from 1-aught to 5-aught, offered in both black nickel as well as red. So you got that bloodiness coming off the back of your fly. We also have trout shanks. Trout shanks in 50 millimeter and 25 millimeter. These are so you don't have to cut your 5263s anymore for your articulated flies and your small wiggle nymphs. Fantastic. I think that about wraps it up. And we're about out of battery too, so fantastic. And, and for those who don't know, where can we find you online? www.umqua.com. Which one of you has is the Instagrammer for Umqua? Luke, Luke Winnick. Okay. Fantastic. All right, thanks so much. You bet. Thank you for joining us for the Fly Fishing Consultant Podcast. For more information or to contact Rob, please go to www.robsnowwhite.com.